Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Is it now obvious that the only reason why the Democrats are promoting the federalization of elections is because they know they're about to lose big time? I know that people think, and there's this book coming from this uh, Harvard pollster called Fight. They've convinced themselves that they are walking the path of the natural march towards socialism. I was going to, you know, I went back and forth this morning with my producer. And I was like, I said, I said, Mike, I don't, I don't want to play these Bill Moore clips. There's no reason to. Conservatives are very, very excited that Barry Weiss and Bill Maher had this back and forth, and Bill Maher had this monologue this past weekend, basically saying they're done with COVID. Now, why am I not playing this? Well, why should I? What, because a former editorial board member from the New York Times and a left-wing comedian turned political talk show host have now validated what we've been saying for over a year, if not getting on two. I don't. This idea that we are only valid in what we say when people from the New York Times arrive at it. No, I, I don't. I don't accept that. I don't need people at CNN to validate. And you know what's here? What's even more sickening? is that when they arrive at what we arrived at months and months and months ago, they don't say, you know what? Some of these people that we were condemning as right-wing nutcases were actually right. They don't do that. They say, now it's okay to believe this because we believe it. Because it's come to our front door, or it's come to inconvenience us, or it bothers us now. So now it's okay for you to feel that way. You know what? I don't accept that. There was an anti-vax mandate march this weekend, which the media crapped all over. Our starting point from the very beginning of this was... Lockdowns are bad. People should be advised. People should be hearing information, taking into consideration consideration reasonable precautions, but we should not have authoritarian lockdowns. Now, here we are almost two months later, and because it's bad for the Democrats and their prospects, people like Bill Maher and people at the New York Times And people at the Washington Post feel like what has gone too far is now bad for them. All their great policy ideas may go down the crapper with a Republican sweep of the House and Senate. So now, now they don't like the authoritarian lockdowns. Meanwhile, these are the very same people that said, shut up, do as Fauci says. Well, I mean, when Joe Biden became president. Our starting point was, well, there's no actual war, so we shouldn't use the Defense Production Act. Well, it's a war against COVID. Well, there's wars against poverty and there's wars. I mean, 
We're not at war. So let's not call it a war. There's no enemy to bomb. If there was an enemy, it would be China. But we don't have the guts to say that, especially not under Biden. So Donald Trump was hesitant to invoke the Defense Production Act, even though he was right in his hesitancy. We said Operation Warp Speed is a good thing. Let's marshal the resources of the public and private sector, government and and private businesses to get the ball rolling on a vaccine. The media said, oh, you guys are nuts. Never going to happen. Then when the, when the vaccines became a reality, the Democrat-driven media, along with the Democrat ticket, said, you can't trust this because of Donald Trump. As soon as they claimed victory, all of that was forgotten. And they said, you're going to line up, you're going to do as you're told. The only way to get protected is to get vaccinated. We're not letting you little people get back to normal until you do what we say. And what were we saying at the time? Vaccines are not bad. Vaccine mandates are. These people said with a straight face, I'm going to take a sip of my coffee, and I have some audio that's uh, quite frankly entertaining. The greater good to protect yourself and the people around you To get back to normal, you had to go out and get vaccinated. That would protect you, stop the spread. It would protect the vulnerable. And still, we said the starting point, though, is that the federal government lacks the legal and constitutional. You guys listen to yourselves. You're a bunch of selfish SOBs. No, our our starting point was correct. Vaccines are good. Advice from your doctor is good. Guidelines and best practices are good. Fiat power, bad. Lockdowns by force, bad. Forcing people to take a shot, bad. And they went with it anyway. You have to get vaccinated. Okay. But we learned very quickly that the vaccine did not stop the spread. Well, it keeps you out of the hospital. That's not what you said. You cannot demand that people have ultimate faith in you and dare not question when you keep changing the message. See, if it starts as a guideline, a suggestion, a public information campaign, if the government doesn't exercise authority, then as the message changes or the narrative changes or the data changes or whatever it is, you're not having to go back and say, well, maybe we shouldn't have forced people to do this. But what's happened here, what the media, the Democrats have conflated is saying, anyone who says mandates are bad, but vaccines are, well, see, you're you're anti-vax. I'm not anti-vax on any level. There's a million good reasons to get vaccinated. And you know what? There's a million good reasons not to. And if you're going to live in a free society, it means you may have to share a nation with people who, looking at the law, say, I'm just not going to because I just don't want to. And that's how a free society works. But then they said, And because Democrats are not very good at thinking five, ten miles down the road, 
if you don't do as we say, we will deny you health care. They actually placed it upon the individual to do what's right for the greater good. Now, prior to that, prior to this, and it's weird, the Democrats go back and forth as to when an individual makes a decision that carries the weight of responsibility for the individual or the society and the greater good. So when we look at promiscuity and the STD health crisis that we have, we have no cure for HIV and AIDS. We've never placed it upon the individual by law to practice abstinence or what is affectionately known as safe sex. Guidelines. We put condoms in candy dishes, in high schools, in colleges. We've encouraged bars that have a large number of singles that are coming and going to place vending machines in the bathroom, right? But we've never said, if you don't do as we say, you will be denied health care. We don't do that. We've never said, you know what? If you have a unplanned pregnancy, air fingers quote, that you're on your own to raise that child. No, it takes a village. So when it's convenient for the left, the individual makes a decision freely with the solid expectation that society, that the government, that their neighbors have no power or privilege over the decision, but will then be involved in the hereafter, the, the, the going forward. So, you know what? If I have children I can't afford, my neighbors will take care of them. If I am promiscuous and I get sick, the government will take care of me. I don't have to think, I don't have to think that my decisions will affect me. I can plan my decisions around society. But then when we get to the point of a vaccination for a respiratory illness that is airborne, they say, well, you know, no, 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 none of this freedom of choice and individual responsibility. You're going to do as we say. Our starting point was, well, you don't have the power to do that. And yet we were told we were ignorant. We didn't follow the science. We were never going to get back to normal if we kept this attitude. When are we getting back to normal? When 100% of the population is vaccinated? Is that how freedom works? Is that how a constitutional republic works? No, it's not. That's not how it works. But now it's gotten a little too dragged out for some people on the left. And they've had to come to the conclusion that forcible vaccine mandates in schools and in places of business didn't actually save anybody from anything. The virus still, they call it a breakthrough infection. It's just an infection. Stop calling it a breakthrough infection. It's an infection. If you get vaccinated and you still get infected and can still spread it, you're not really vaccinated. It's a therapeutic. It may keep you out of the hospital, but that's not, it's not, then they say, well, you have to, if you don't do as we say, you might be taking a hospital bed up that should be reserved for somebody else with a real problem. Do we do that anywhere else? Do we say, if you don't listen to us on promiscuity, we're going to deny you a bed because, well, we gave you sound advice and you just didn't listen. 
So sorry you have AIDS. Deal with it. No, we don't do that. We don't do that. You know what else we don't do? What I think they have come to the conclusion is really bad for the optics. I don't know any conservatives, and I would disagree with them if they did it. I don't know any conservatives that cheer on a fellow American's death like that. I'm not talking about people who are convicted terrorists or serial killers who may be sentenced to death. I'm talking about people who die from perhaps the, a, a complication related to a compromised immune system based on a, on a sexually transmitted... We don't go, well, you know what? We told you not to do it. And you did it anyway, so <laughs> you're dead. We don't do that, and that's wrong. We don't cheer the death of people who disagree with us. We don't cheer people dying. Even if somebody said, Andrew, I'm not going to listen to a damn word you have to say, and I hate your guts and I hate your show. I don't go home and go, you know, I hope you die. That's pretty sick. But there was a, a pretty fair number of Democrat commentators who took joy in the deaths of others. Columnists, not only do should we have joy, we should mock these people. You know, way to go. Way to go. We're watching as the so-called experts change their tune so fast, we don't even know how to keep up with them. And we've also learned, I think, that when you look at the two sides, if you can call it that, erring on the side of caution, that, you know, because people went out and got vaccinated doesn't mean they're for the mandates. Because people who work for companies, you know, this, this sort of thing, well, if you hate it so much, you should quit your job. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with you. I would never advise anyone to get to lose their job, lose their ability to pay their mortgage or their credit card bills or whatever. Because, you know, part of living, part of life is putting is dealing with things that bother you or you disagree with. You can't just go quit your job every time you're pissed off. And you know what? I would never advise anyone to do it. If you feel that strongly about something, that's a decision you have to make. But if somebody calls it, Andrew, should I quit my job over a vaccine mandate? I'm not going to advise you to do that. If you feel so strongly, I respect your decision-making, but I don't want any part in advising you on it because if you can't find another job or you lose your home or everything that you've built in life, I don't want to be the one you blame. Well, you told me to quit my job. No, no, I'm not telling you to quit your job. Just because people got vaccinated and just because people work for companies that imposed vaccine mandates doesn't mean they agree with it. You can't quit your job every time you disagree with your boss or your employer or your company or whatever. Now, if you can, if you have that kind of that kind of uh, credibility or independent wealth or you just don't need this, good for you. Most people have to work for a living. And we complain and we gripe. And you know what rolls downhill. 
And there's people you can gripe to and people you can't. And, you know, sometimes you got to, look, if, if you're like, hey, I'm done with this, take this job and shove it. All right. Now, you know what else we've seen? We've seen there are enough people that want to do that. And some businesses were like, eh, all right, well, we, we, we better, better start paying attention here because we're losing our ability to profit. Winesick 695 Patriot 9572874. But the messaging has been so mixed. And we synthesize this so differently than them. But now they want to. Now they want to claim that because it bothers them or inconveniences them or they've had enough, they're ready to validate some of this skepticism in the top-down authoritarian way the Democrats have gone about this. And the only reason is because they think it's going to be bad for them in the long run. Weinzig 695 Patriot 957-2874. We have a lot to get to. A lot to get to on this program. Apparently, in Fairfax, Virginia, the local school superintendent and school board plan to punish children who actually have the law on their side, or at least the governor's executive order on their side when it comes to mask mandates. So I guess we can expect nine-year-olds, like in the case of New York City, being perp-walked out of school in handcuffs by the, by the people cheering who were once the defund the police crowd. And then there's an op-ed shooting around the the internet right now out of York, Pennsylvania. And it's written by a member of the local school board who basically is telling parents to go F themselves. And I think the Democrats know that the optics of this are terrible. Just like watching Gavin Newsom trying to make excuses for all the train robberies. Or some of these Democrat city council members in New York that don't know how to answer a question about two dead cops from the other night. Nothing is working under their rule. Nothing. Nothing at all. You can join me live on the Wilcount Majority Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot Channel 125.